Welcome to A Heart to Heart with Sammy, E and Meg. We're so excited for you to join us this season as we chat through spiritual disciplines and what it means to juggle relationship and religion as we follow Jesus Christ. Let's go. Well, hey, Meg. What's up, Sammy? E? Hey, girl. Not a whole lot. Doing pretty well. You? Yeah, doing good. Doing yeah. good. I'm, uh, you know, we've been planning our trips for this year. Thinking about what we want to do this year. January is the month for planning. It huh? is. Yeah. Do you get it all done then? Uh, Zach does a great job of driving that. Um, so usually he wants to get his, you know, vacation requests in for work, and like, you know, we kind of figure out financially what we want to put into trips and different things like that. So yeah, this is the time of year to do it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't really help when you're trying to plan a cruise for like six weeks out. Yeah. Because. <laughs> All the cruise ships are like, last minute booking, you say. <laughs> no. So so that's a hurdle, but we're making it. Very cool. Yeah. So Very good. So how's it going? Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we're still in the spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about some good ones. Mm-hmm. What have we talked about? Worship. Yep. Prayer. Meditation. Yeah. Mm, we just talked about uh, like awareness, spiritual mm-hmm. awareness. The yeah. Bible. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. I feel like I'm personally in a dry spell and just reminding myself spiritually of these like things, these practices, not holding it over my head like I'm a bad Christian because I'm missing it, but like more like, you know, this is foundation. This is mm. growth. Um, you know, commit yourself to one more step in this one area or this other Mm -hmm. area, you know, where the spirit's leading, like that's really helping me right now. So it's good. It's kind of like winter. Yeah. You know, winter kind of promotes reset or reassessments or, you know, yep. Kind of touching base with where you're at. Yep. So what focus are we, uh, stepping into today? We are the body. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the The church, the church, Christ's bride. Yeah. The church. Yeah. I I know we were talking about this is a discipline, but it's kind of an interesting discipline, mm-hmm. you know, to say, hey, it's a discipline to go to church, but it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's many factors as to why it is a discipline. Mm-hmm. But what what's something, just to start off, Meg, what's something that you love about the church, like about being Ooh, in the church or with the church? Good question. Um, I I feel like I've, I've always connected closely with people I wouldn't have otherwise connected Mm. with, you know? Um, Like at my former Mm. church before I started going to the church I'm going now, I connected with the people that I was serving with. And um, there was always like these one or two older ladies that would just look out for me and speak over me and like, you know, just be so wonderful, you know? That's really good. Yeah, it was it was always so encouraging. It is a safe space. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, people who come there generally, it's intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for <laughs> like sure. They mean to be there. Yeah, yeah. That it's not like the store, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a common ground mm-hmm. space that you both chose to be at at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. Yeah. How about you? I like that. I want to steal yours. <laughs> steal it. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm. Yeah, I love it. Just there's so many people. Like you're saying, in, in the place of ministry that I'm serving right now, um, I, the lights come on 
together, you know, in unity. You have conversation pieces that come out of church, mm-hmm. things that are meaningful, but they're they're broadcast. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a conversation that you can have with anybody that attended church with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that it's a place for family to be, mm-hmm. and it's it's a great place to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, have you gone to church your whole life? I have. I grew up um, going to many churches. Mm-hmm. I went several, like we would church hop, I think would be the term you would use for it. It did give me a lot of, hmm, I don't, I don't really have a high, a high like, oh, this one's really good or this one's not because they're all church. Mm. And I mean, I know what I believe, mm-hmm. but I, I appreciate like, I remember I used to go to a small little um, Lori Brethren church, and the people there were just kind. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, they, I don't know, they just were willing to, to let us be a part. There wasn't, like, big expectations, and I've gone to Assembly of God, Foursquare, Apostolic, like, not Apostolic, but, um, like, a Spirit-filled, mm. you know, gone gone a long way into that, so... Definitely have been in a lot of environments, Mm -hmm. but I'm not really afraid of any anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How about you? Uh, I was, parents were really committed to keeping us in church and stuff. So we would, we would commit to a body. Like, um, we would, we went to like a little country church for first few years of my like five, four, five, six years old. Um, went to a Nazarene church while we moved to Texas. We came back in a fundamental Baptist church for a while. So I can see the beauty in it and in the commitment to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's also like people have been hurt, you know, in churches and in specific denominations. And, you know, there's things when people are involved, there's things that bring it down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But like the people are also the most beautiful part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, it's a weird sort of balance and uh, something that, I feel like does make it a discipline. You know, you have mm. to you have to align your expectations with what God says and you have to um you know, even when you're committed, you're you have to make room for people to be growing in their faith and miss it and like all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Like Yeah. I feel like that's where the discipline part comes in, you know? That's true. So, so yeah. Um so in church, what are their opportunities to do? Like, what is it just going to church? Is it sitting in the pew? Is it, um, what is it about church that makes it so beneficial for a Christian's life? Yeah. Do you have thoughts on it already? Uh, I think there's the, the room to serve, I feel like has been the place for me, you know, like people volunteer all kinds of places in their community or mm-hmm. whatever, but like the place where I've volunteered and, and committed and um, served the most is been in the church. And I feel like that's been really beneficial for me personally, you know, does so. it, does it challenge you like in relationships more? Um, like what, what is the beauty in your world? And then what is the challenge, I guess, of church that it's like, this is real. This is a, a true situation that makes this difficult, or this is a true beautiful thing about the church. Uh, like in regards to serving or mm-hmm. in general? Well, your experience 
in serving mm -hmm. or just in general? Like what about your specific experience? Um, I think the beautiful part is working alongside people with a common goal, you know? Okay. I think that's a beautiful part of it. Um, I think like being a part of something bigger than yourself, that's, that's something that I feel like really calls to people, you know, Yeah. in general. Um, I feel like the, the, the drawbacks for me is that I don't know when to step back and let other people have a chance. And I also push myself and don't put boundaries on, you know, mm -hmm. I'll serve until my fingers fall off. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like that's, or until my, you know, human wheels fall off <laughs> if I was a right. car. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, burnout's a real thing for someone who's bent toward serving in church. Um, so, and I, when you're running some, a form of like, when you're running a church, when a person is in charge of a church and stuff, they, they're so committed to like the, the reaching people for the gospel or whatever they're committed to. Like you don't see, you don't see every single person that is serving until their wheels fall off. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So like, I feel like that's, that's somewhere that's been kind of a struggle personally, you know, as far as church. But what about you? Like your beauty, your struggles, your... I think they're definitely tied. Mm -hmm. uh, the beauty is iron sharpens iron. Mm. That verse, of course, is huge in the church. Mm -hmm. um, the church is such a unique space where God is huge and such a big part like just the person of God, but then working out what it's like to, to be in his presence mm -hmm. with very human other people, mm -hmm. <laughs> with my own humanity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I can just look back over, I mean, Toph and I have been at the same church for 16, 17 years serving. And I, I just came to church with such a child maturity because I was young and I, you never know, you never know the lessons that you need to learn until you've learned them. Totally. <laughs> uh, just one, for example, identity. Um, you know, we can say our identities in the Lord, but then if it gets hurt in relationship to what's his, man, I get fired up. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. This is who I am, but what about this situation, Lord? But he weans it all off. He just, he weeds it off. It's just like, nope, that one's not of me. Mm -hmm. That one's not of me. And it's, it's so intimate, mm -hmm. you know, like there's some things that are outside of us. They feel more distant. They're not connected. But like in a marriage, like if something's going on in the marriage, it's like, <laughs> everything is wrong yeah so this is not okay this is this is core to who I am mm -hmm. and this is this has to be fixed like God I need help and it's the same with the church mm -hmm. because the church is the place that God is ministering to people mm -hmm. God is teaching and and training us and loving us and his spirit is there and it's just such a gift 
and then you have messed up offenses mm. or unfor unforgiveness and it's just like these walls and you're like but i don't want walls in this very precious yeah. part of my heart yeah i don't want walls but this person or this situation deserves to be a wall <laughs> hark mm -hmm. <laughs> i need help and it is so it is so intimate and so personal because we know the value that it has mm -hmm. you know this this church we know that god changed us there mm -hmm. you know he he made us somebody new in that space mm -hmm. and he's doing that with other people yet i i have to die to my flesh die to my old ways learn to love in this most intimate space of my heart mm -hmm. with people that sometimes are close and sometimes are not yeah that are sometimes good relationships sometimes they're okay relationships but we're all working toward this goal of sharing the gospel mm -hmm. and it's it's real yeah you know yeah we're all part of the body and we're all part of um because the church is referred to as the bride of Christ, right? And I think about like the people um, who have been hurt in church and man, it's real and it's painful and it's, you know, it hits at the core part of you, right? Oh yeah. And like, it's very tempting to say, I'm good with Jesus, but I'd rather not mess with his church because mm -hmm. That's where it gets messy and gross and like people are people and all of it, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I mean, I think about like, I think about my relationship with Zach and say like he was trying to get close with somebody, you know, wanted a friend and wanted to get close with them. And they were like, yeah, like we'll hang out all day long. But like, I hate your wife. I can't stand her. Like... <laughs> Just leave her over there <laughs> and you and me, like, we can be, we can be friends, you know, that kind of thing. Like, mm. I have a feeling that they wouldn't get that close. Cause, You're right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know. Zach's putting up the line. Sure. We're only so close if you don't love the one that I, or you just have value for the one that I love. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's the value, right? It's the value there. And I feel like, yes, the church can be messy and it can take too much and it can like the church incorporated, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm. the, the, that can take too much and that can be too much and that can hurt people and whatever. But like there's, it's important for a reason. We may not be able to put our fingers on it, but mm. like I want to value what Christ values, you know, like I want to, I want to look for the beauty. I want to look at it through the eyes of Jesus mm -hmm. and see what he sees. And I guess that's the prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's the prayer for it. Um, what are the layers of church as, as we're talking? I'm thinking mm -hmm. about, well, there's in our church specifically, there's like small groups mm -hmm. or life groups, whatever you want to call them, mm -hmm. groups of people who get together. And that is a space where hopefully you're in a unified purpose mm -hmm. and your relationships are growing you and shifting you and may need some forgiveness, mm -hmm. may need to work, work out some offense through relational communication. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, that can happen there. Or there's opportunities to serve in groups at the actual services mm -hmm. or maybe the other ministry that the church is doing. Again, opportunity for growth 
motivations. Why am I serving? What am I here for? You know, that gets all cleaned up and <laughs> cleaned mm-hmm. out over time. Yeah. Or you just stop, you know. Hopefully we don't. Um, or what other, like it's serving in the minute, like in service times. Yeah. Outreach, um, mission trips, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like mm-hmm. the church reaches out into the community a lot too. Right. You know, yeah. But yeah. every one of those is, is with people. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is different. I do think different seasons lend toward different places that we fit. Sure. I think the Lord knows and our hearts will direct us and we'll walk it out. Uh, I personally, I had roles in serving specifically in service time. Mm -hmm. And then um, I I didn't and I was more serving just kind of by being present. Um, I've been in life group with you, Mm -hmm. Meg, in Bloom. And I did life groups or small groups before that when I was younger. I have also done ministry ministry through a ministry that was like in the homeless shelter, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just what what that phase of life was for me. What was the Lord pruning in my heart? I remember it used to just be fear of man. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Wow, there's just, there's so many things that God cleans up. Is there anything that you would share of like things that maybe it was an identity yeah. or a value or something that was misplaced that you could just say, this is what he cleaned off of me through this situation? I would say it's identity, releasing yeah. things that, or leaning into things that I thought was who I was versus, um, you know, releasing things that I was involved with that I didn't need to be anymore. Mm. Um, like... I remember specifically, I was an assistant teacher in a Sunday school class, and the lady who was the main teacher, she was stepping away, she was going somewhere else, moving away or something, and I was voluntold, basically, that I was going to be a Sunday school teacher, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and I had no intention of doing that, and I didn't think that was who I was, and that's not like, you know... And there's no way I'd be able to prep something every week. Like, I've got things I've got to do. And, you know, I'm only 21 or whatever. Like, I don't have the wisdom for this. Like, all that stuff. And, you know, when they say, you know what? Take a minute and pray about it. That basically means you're doing it. <laughs> so, 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 but that ended up being one of the one of the most rewarding things that I've, I've done in church, you know, and mm-hmm. to that point. And... Um, you know, I was teaching fourth, fifth and sixth graders. So they're extra ornery around that time. Mm -hmm. And it was just super, it was a super fun experience, but it also was like, you know, my mom always told me the young ones are looking up to you, Megan, like, and instead of me saying, you know, God, I'm not qualified. I'm not going to do this. I don't have the wisdom for this or whatever. I just was like, okay, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to make an impact where I can. And this is what you want me to do. I'm going to do it, you know? Wow. So it was good. Um, and I feel like that time was really sweet, but it was also a lesson in like, you know, you're, you can be more than what you think you are. You know, I'm going to equip what you, what you don't think you have, you know, I'll make up the difference is what God was saying. You know, I can just, you tell me that and mm-hmm. I never knew you did that. Oh, really? Like I knew you had had a class, but I didn't yeah. know all the the sides of it. But that totally makes sense. Mm. Like 
I, I could see some of the gems that you picked up from that time mm -hmm. and the way that you do our life group now mm. and in the way that you connect with me and the way that you are thoughtful toward the surroundings that you have those I'm sure a lot of that was learned in that time in that space in that season of your life yeah and who knows maybe those kids don't remember a thing I taught them but I was present and I was trying to be faithful you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying and maybe that's really instead of getting it all right or expecting your Sunday school teacher to know everything or be able to answer every question or whatever, just like expecting someone to be as faithful as they can be, you know, mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's, that's a lot of the key in preserving your expectations around church. You know, what about the person who can't go to church? Hmm. What do we have? Like, what thoughts do you have in regard to them? Or I think, because my, my grandparents were pretty much homebound toward the end, you know, or whatever. And um, they had a place nearby, like a local place that they'd gone to and stuff and they were part of. Um, but they were also pretty, like, they were pretty isolated as far as, you know, relationally. Um, they were close to family, but like, you know, other outside of family, they were pretty isolated. Um, but they in, were intentional about... Um, their giving mm -hmm. and they were intentional about um, the ministries that their children and family were a part of. Mm. So they were mindful about like, um, you know, giving their tithe to the ministries that their family was a part of. They were uh, mindful of mm -hmm. like, you know, engaging online with streaming services, which is a blessing, like mm -hmm. such a blessing for people who are homebound or not able to come, you know? Right. Um, I think that the church being more intentional about reaching out to people like that would be really valuable. I know there are ministries out there that really accomplish that really well. Um, but I also think like, you know, there's a give and take, like we have to do our part. God's going to make up the difference and you right. know, that kind of thing. So what do you think about that? I was, yeah, I was thinking about Paul when he was in jail. I think PC or Pastor Charlie talked about that. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Maybe not. Um, but the idea that he was in prison, mm. and while he was in prison, he wrote the letters. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if he hadn't been in prison, he probably he may not have found that opportunity. And like I said about each season, God's not unaware of the moments that we're in, mm -hmm. nor of why we're there. Like he's he's so incredibly aware of it, and. I think just having that awe that he knows whatever, like if we are able to go to church, mm -hmm. if we are not able to go to church, he knows where we're at and he knows our hearts. Yeah. And I just, I, I hope that that comfort is present for someone who is not able to go to church. The, the, the God who's meeting with everybody else at that building is the God that's meeting them in their heart and in that, in that place at that time as well. And, you know, maybe it looks like writing letters. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's how we connect mm -hmm. to people or, um, I don't know, God, God's, God's giving through you, God's m moving through you. And I think as we are just more and more intentional to expect him to show up and have a heart to minister through us, then the ideas come mm -hmm. and the opportunities come 
and his kingdom can grow through us in that situation as well. For sure. All right, Meg, what's your scripture? Yeah, we were talking about Bride of Christ, so I thought we'd go to Revelation 19, verses 7 through 9. Okay. It says, Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true words of God. Mm, that's cool. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Heart to Heart with Sammy E and Meg. You can join the conversation at A Heart to Heart Pod on Instagram. We hope you have a great week.